This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips. I'm Sam Ferris here with a man whose DNA is literally made up of NRL genes, Martin Gabor. G'day, Gabs. I thought you were going to go with some Jurassic Park DNA reference there. I was terrified. Please do not recreate me in a million years. (laughs) No, there will be no claiming of Martin J. Gabor. Uh, Welcome to Don't Forget Your Tips, the weekly podcast for you, the footy fan that's trying to get that extra edge in your footy tipping comp. It's the last episode of the season today. We're looking at round 25. Gabs, before we do that, let's quickly look back at round 24. Seven out of eight for Mm. the squid. What a result in the penultimate (laughs) round. Just got the blockbuster coin flip of a game, the match of the season, the Roosters and the Storm. The Storm, so unlucky, over the line with, what, a couple of minutes to go, just couldn't get the ball down. Uh, So that cost him a perfect round, but a pretty good round nonetheless. Two weeks in a row with seven out of eight. Two weeks in a row, the one game he got wrong. The game was decided by four points. Let's not get a hat-trick. We did say last week, though, there were probably, what, five gimmies and then there were three absolute coin flips. He got two or three right there. That's 66%. But, yep, still no perfect round at this crucial back end of the season. One chance to go. Unfortunately, I'm not that confident. Well, I've got some good news for you, Gabs. Oh. The squid tipped a perfect round in round five. So he has yeah. got one this season, but... Um, we want one at the end, though. You want to finish off with a strong point. Yeah, yeah. and you're right. This is a very, very difficult round for all kinds of reasons. Uh, you mentioned 67%. I've done the numbers. Oh. Uh, the squid's tipping at 68% this year. Nearly seven out of 10 games, right? Um, pretty good by the squid. Uh, that'll win you a lot of comps, I reckon. I think so. Seven out of, well, what's that? 70%, 192. Yeah, that's that's a fair effort there. I don't think in my comp I'm doing that well. So just goes to show the squid. He knows what he's talking about. Follow the squid. Uh, what's his confidence <laughs> levels heading into this round? Uh, uh, 68% might be good here. It's <laughs> so hard to get a rate on some of these teams. Some of them are clocked off. Others might yeah. just pull something out of the bag at home in the final game. Then you got a couple of coin flip games for crucial ladder positions. Look, if it can get seven out of eight, I think that might just be winning any tipping comp this weekend. Yeah, seven or eight would be enormous. Um, all right, no more talk. Let's get into it. Starting with Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday night, 7.50pm, Eels versus Storm, Combank Stadium. This is a huge game. Is this the game of the year? There's a game of the year every round, Gabs. Uh, <laughs> this is very important because the winner of this will finish in the top four. Yeah, well, it's not the game of the year, but it's certainly the game of the Thursday a night of round 25. <laughs> it is an absolute mega game. Probably going to head to this one just as a fan. Let's start with the Eels, though. They've won their past two games, 95-12. to 12. Pretty handy there. They've also won three in a row against the Storm, but they've never won four in a row against Melbourne. Now, here's a bit of a quirky one. This year, the Eels are 7 
from eight when Mike Acevo scores. They are none from three when he doesn't. So they'll be looking to him to score a double, just like he did against the Storm at Combank last season. Para, they have conceded the most points out of the top eight teams this year. And they've also had the fewest wins at home of the top eight sides, which is a bit weird when you think Combank has been such a fortress to them. Now onto the Storm. They did lose an absolute epic to the Eels in Golden Point earlier this season when Ray Stone scored that try and then unfortunately did his ACL in the same play. Melbourne, though, they are the highest scoring team this year and they haven't conceded 20 points in their past five games, even though they did lose last week to the Roosters. But they've only won one of their three matches at Combank Stadium. That was, however, in round one this year against your Tigers. My Tigers. Well, they're not involved in this match, thankfully. (laughs) Uh, Let's flip this coin, Gabs. Which way is this grid? Going to hope it's going to land. Yeah, it's landed on tails, which in this case is the Eels. (laughs) Two games on Friday night. The first one at 6pm, it's the Bulldogs against the Seagulls. This one's out at a core stadium in Homebush. Uh, Gabs, uh, let's start with the Dogs. Yeah, well, the Des Hasler Cup unofficially is on offer. Of course, he coached (laughs) both of these teams. Now, I'm going to start with... Bit of a stat that may not sound significant, but it is. So the Bulldogs have had the third most offloads this season, and I mentioned that because they were ranked second last in that category in 2021. They've also got the second best defense of the bottom eight teams, and as we all know, that was an area they really struggled in last year, but they have lost four in a row, and they've scored just six points in their past two games. Now, onto the Seagulls. Not a lot has gone right lately, but they have won seven in a row against Canterbury, including a 13-12 win earlier in the year. Now, they won their most recent game at a core. That was a Friday 6pm game in September against the Bulldogs, but they did lose 11 in a row before that, so they absolutely hate heading out to Olympic Park. They've also conceded 168 points in their past four. Fun fact, Kieran Foran is the only Manly Seagull to play every game this year, Mm. Uh, and it's going to be his last because he's going to the Gold Coast Titans next year. Dogs or seagulls for the squid gaps? Another brutal pick here, but the squid is actually leaning towards the Bulldogs. The second game on Friday night is at 7.55pm. It's at the new Allianz Stadium. It's the Roosters versus the Rabbitohs. It's the game of the year or the game of the round or something <laughs> like that. Um, these two teams played the last game at the old Allianz Stadium. I was there for that one. I'm going again on Friday night, uh, Gabs. I have no idea who to tip. Let's start with the Roosters. Yeah, well, I'll see you there on Friday, Sam, even though we probably won't actually get to see each other yet. Hopefully that game not. in 2018, the Roosters beat the Rabbits, very low-scoring game. Latrell Mitchell is actually playing for the Roosters in that one. And the good news is I was out at Rabbitohs training on Tuesday. He wasn't there, but his teammates say he's definitely in. Now, you mentioned just how important this one is. Let's break it down. So the winner, they all finish fifth if the Eels lose. But if Parramatta beat the Storm, then these two teams will meet again in the first week of the finals. Now, let's start with the Roosters because they are on a hot streak. They've won seven in a row and coming off that epic win in Melbourne. Now, no team has busted more tackles than them this year with James Tedesco and Joseph Manu ranked first and second. But they're going to have to do it this week without Victor Radley, Daniel Tupo, and Lindsay Collins. They are all out injured with HIA protocols or suspended. The Roosters have 
have also made the most handling errors and kicked for the second fewest metres this season. Hmm. Why do I mention that? Because the Bunnies, they've actually kicked for the fewest metres. <laughs> but who cares? Because they've won four in a row against the Roosters and scored 114 points against them in their past two late regular season games. And in those two huge wins, Alex Johnson has scored eight tries and Fez he needs just two more to reach 30 for the second season in a row now as I said Latrell he is expected to play but Damian Cook is out after missing last week's game with COVID now the Rabbitohs they are five and six on the road which is the equal worst of the top eight teams they're also one of four teams yet to kick a 40-20 this season well good bit of trivia there for you uh Gabs Rabbitohs or Roosters this is the third brutal game in a <laughs> row. The squid is leaning towards the Rabbitohs. To Saturday we go now, and the first game's at 3 p.m. It's at Mount Smart Stadium over there in New Zealand. It's the Warriors against the Titans. Gabs, the coin flips keep on coming. Yeah, and I think there are going to be a few very high-scoring games this weekend, and weather permitting, this is definitely going to be one of them. Let's start with the Warriors. They are two from three in New Zealand this year, so looking to finish on a high at home now. Sean Johnson, he has been named after hurting his calf last week. That's a really handy in because, get this, Fez, he's won 17 of his 19 games against the Titans and has a career-high 11 tries against him. Don't know what it is. He loves playing. Them, but the Warriors, they've had the second fewest line breaks this year and they are dead last in post contact meters. Now, onto the Titans, they've won back to back games against the Warriors. They've actually been on a bit of a roll themselves. They've scored 106 points in their past three games, including that big win over Newcastle last week. But they've lost eight of their past nine at Mount Smart and they're going to be without the suspended Brian Kelly after he was sent off last week. Now, a loss on Saturday would see them go none from 12 away from home this year. No team has done that since the 2018 Eels. They are home bodies, the Gold Coast Titans <laughs> this season. Uh, so with that said, Squid Gun with the Warriors? Yeah, yeah, he's rooting for the stat. Got to, got to tip the Warriors here. <laughs> at 5.30pm, it's the Dragons against the Broncos. This one's at Netstrad at Jubilee Stadium, uh, Gabs. The coin flips. What's going on with this one? <laughs> this is why we should shift to paper money or yeah. just online. Get rid of the coins. Yep. You can't flip a credit card. Well, I guess you can, but you can. I'm not doing it. Too dangerous. <laughs> Don't want to lose it. Um, now, this is huge for the Broncos, and we'll get to them a bit later. But let's start with the Dragons because they've won five of their past six against Brisbane. But remember, they did lose to the baby Broncos earlier this year. A big game on Saturday could seal the Dally M for Ben Hunt against his former team. And we've mentioned this stat a few times. The Dragons, they are 11 from 11 when they score the first try. They are none from 12 when they concede first. This game could be over in the first 10 minutes. Uh, (laughs) The Dragons, they have missed the most tackles and have the second fewest offloads as well. Now on to Brisbane. A few weeks ago, they were being talked about for a possible top four spot. Now they're just battling to sneak into the eight. They've conceded 113 points in the past two weeks to drop out of the top eight on four and against. So they need to win this and win pretty big because Canberra is certainly in the box seat to finish eighth. Brisbane, they've lost all four games against St. George Illawarra at Cogra and they gave up 52 points against them at that venue last season. But there are a couple of big inclusions here. Pat Carrigan and Selwyn Cobo are back, but Ezra 
Ma'am, the young 5'8", has been dropped. The Broncos, they are third in kick meters and second in conversion rate. So if the game is close, Adam Reynolds' boot could be the difference. Mm, this is a real tough one, Gabs. Um, what's the squid feeling? With zero confidence, he's tipping Brisbane. The last game on Saturday is at 7.35 p.m. It's the Cowboys against the Panthers at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Another match of the round, another <laughs> match of the season. This is first versus third, Gabs. But I reckon this is the first game of the weekend where we might be able to tip with some surety. Yeah, and again, we'll get to that a little bit later because there are quite a few changes out in Penrith. But let's start with the Cowboys, who can finish. Well, in fact, they will finish second if they win and the Sharks lose. They get Tom Dearden back. He missed just one game out with that ruptured testicle. Well, now let's move on. Uh, Now, (laughs) the Cowboys, they're going to finish with their best ever defensive season if they can keep the Panthers scoreless. (laughs) They also have scored the most points in the final 20 minutes this season, so fitness certainly up in humid Townsville has been a big advantage for them. But they have lost four in a row to Penrith and have been held scoreless in their past two against them. All right. On to Penrith, the minor premiers. They have basically rested everyone from their team this week because (laughs) they can finish first and first only, so they really don't care. They just want to avoid any injuries or suspensions. So it is the most inexperienced squad this weekend with three players set to make their NRL debuts. Don't worry if you haven't heard of some of them. They're killing it in New South Wales Cup where they finished second. So they will still be very competitive this weekend. Now, the Panthers, they're the only team with 100 goals this season and also the only team to win 10 games away from home. Yeah, an imperious record by the mm. Panthers this year. I'll tell you what, if the Cowboys can't beat this team, put a line through them, Gabs. Uh, who's this good taken? Well, the funny thing is if they lose and the Storm win, the Storm can actually finish third. The Cowboys would finish fourth and then have to play Penrith again next week. But I'm not worrying about that just now. All <laughs> you should worry about is that the Squid has tipped the Cowboys. The final two games of the regular season are on Sunday. Got a good feeling about these games, Gabs, which means they're probably going to go the other way. <laughs> uh, the first one's at 2 o'clock. It's the Knights against the Sharks at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. Uh, let's go with the Knights, Gabs. Yeah, let's keep it short and sharp with the Knights because they've had a pretty rough year. But they have won four of their past five against Cronulla, including the past three in Newcastle. But they have lost nine from ten at home and they've scored the second fewest points this season. And Anthony Milford, he is out, so he's played his last game for the club. Now on to the Sharks. Pretty simple, win this, and they will finish second. And Fez, they haven't finished in the top two since way back in 1999 when they were the Mm. minor premiers. They have won five in a row and 10 of their past 11. They've also got the second best defense and have had the second most tackle break, so a lot going right for them this year. But they have made the most errors in the comp and they turned it over 18 times last week. 18 times. That's not a very good stat, Gabs. (laughs) Um, Who's a squid going to take? 18 errors, and they still didn't concede a point. That's why he's sticking with the Sharks. In the final game of the regular season, I'm going to say it's the match of Sunday. It's the West Tigers against the Raiders (laughs) at Leichhardt Oval, the spiritual home of rugby league, Gabs. Uh, This one kicks off at five past four. Uh, Lots to play for the Raiders and a little bit for the Tigers, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, 
they are probably going to finish with the first wooden spoon in the club's history. But, look, they did lose last week, but at least they didn't concede 72 points again. But, Fez, as you yeah. know all too well, they've lost four in a row. They've also lost six of their past seven final round games. I know you love that stat, mm. but... Their past two final round wins were at Leichhardt, so history says they are certainly in with a chance this week because they've also scored at least 20 points in their past five games at Leichhardt, but they've only won two of those. Now, on to Canberra. Pretty simple. Win and you are in. They've won six of their past seven, and they are certainly in the box seat to finish eighth. They've won four in a row and eight of their past nine against the Tigers, including a 52-10 belting at Leichhardt in the final round of the 2016 season when the Tigers had to win to make the finals. So maybe the Tigers can flip the script and and see Canberra actually miss the finals this time. Now, the Raiders, they are ranked 11th in post-contact metres, which is really weird because Joseph Tarpany, he actually leads the league in that category. Slight correction, Gabs. If the Broncos win by 60 and the Raiders <laughs> only win by five or so, then uh, the Broncos will leapfrog the Raiders and finish eighth. But... Uh, you know, it's been a crazy year. I wouldn't rule anything out at this stage. <laughs> uh, who is the squid taken in this last game? Well, I'd love to see that, uh, but the squid, <laughs> he is tipping the green machine. All right, that is us done for round 25. For the final time this season, Gabs, uh, give us the squid's tips one last time, please. All right, don't put these in pen. Maybe just in pencil <laughs> these times. He's gone the Eels, Bulldogs, Rabbitohs, Warriors, Broncos, Cowboys, Sharks, and lucky last, the Raiders. Sounds like an eight out of eight round for me. <laughs> uh, all right, that is us down for round 25, and that is us done for Don't Forget Your Tips this season. We wrapped up AFL last week. We're wrapping up NRL this week. I want to thank you for listening, and we really hope that this has helped with your tipping this NRL season. Uh, fingers crossed we'll be back next year, but uh, don't forget that we have our very own Sport Today podcast, which covers all the big news, quirky stories. We're throwing a bit of trivia as well. It's all done in under 10 minutes and ready by 6.30 a.m. Monday to Friday. Gabs, thank you for all your efforts this season. Um, you put so much work into it. Um, I'm sure that you've given some kind of insight to uh, the rugby league tipsters out there. Yeah, don't thank me. Thank the squid. Unless it's two out of eight, then you can probably just blame me. But hopefully eight from eight, and squid and I will be parting all the way at SeaWorld or somewhere, wherever <laughs> he is this weekend. Yeah, we really can't keep a track of the squid. He uh, <laughs> SMSs in his uh, tips each week. Um, just rolls right. with the tide. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, that is us done. Thank you again so much for listening this year. Uh, good luck this round. And if there's one thing to take away, it's always this. Don't forget your tips. Thank you.